Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So great to uh, see what our giving is actually doing in our community. And um, if you weren't with us last week, we started this Be Rich series, and the ask is to for everybody just to give £10 into the Be Rich Fund, and in two weeks' time, we're going to have a Be Rich Sunday, where that's the day where we want you to bring your £10 and then give um, at that time. Um, if you're not going to be with us um, in two weeks' time, then you can give. Uh, there should be some ways you can give on the screen behind me, whether that's today or over the next coming weeks um, as well. And you know what? We're going to make a difference again in our community this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, you know, quite often um, I buy my wife uh, flowers. Uh, every time that I go to the supermarket, there's always those, that, that, those, that big area, the, the big bouquets of all these flowers. And every time um, I look at the flowers, um, I think about my wife. Um, that's nice, isn't it? And when I'm at the supermarket... I'm literally compelled to, to buy them um, and, and give them to her. So I pick up some flowers and, and I put them in my trolley or my basket and I'm walking around um, and then I can see some people sort of looking at me um, and not only are they looking, I can kind of sense that they're thinking something um, and you'll probably know what they're thinking because I think the same thing when I look at usually a male with some flowers in their basket um, and that thought is this, um, I wonder what he's done wrong. <laughs> Because you're going to take the flowers, uh, there's a direct correlation between flowers and like a guilty party, that um, he's going to take them home and say, hey, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> or, hey, uh, forgive me. Or, hey, let's talk. <laughs> um, Amy and I uh, have been married for 14 years, and I did that in the very beginning uh, for a few times. But after the first few times I did that, I sort of made a pact and decided that I wasn't going to really be the sort of husband that was going to buy flowers because something's wrong. I want to buy flowers because, you know what? Just because. Just because I love my wife. Just because I want to show her. Just because I want to brighten her day. Just because. You see, love makes us do stuff. Uh, even Valentine's Day is coming up in just a couple of days' time. Uh, and it, I think it was a week ago uh, where I actually said to my wife, I actually said, are, are, we, are we doing the whole cards and flowers and those sorts of things? You know? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, okay, that's fine. And, and the, the thing is, I, I, I would have to say I'm quite a romantic person. But I'm just sort of like, why am I prescribed to show love on one day when I want to show love on 364 other days of the year? And all the ladies in the room said, Amen. you believe it? I got in trouble in the first service because some of the male, uh, my, my brothers came up to me after and said, you're getting me in trouble with my wife. It's going to be an expensive week. Too right, too right, because that's what love uh, does. It makes us do stuff. Um, even the, uh, you might have heard in, in the charts recently, uh, the singer David Guetta, Becky Hill and Ella Henderson, they even sang a song uh, recently in the last year and they said, it's crazy what love can do. Yes, they said, it's crazy what love can do. Maybe you not uh, recognize that song, but you might know the song from, from the Beatles. Um, and they sang, what do they sing? All you need is love. Ba, ba, da, ba, da. All you need is love. Love. What? Love is all you need. That's right. 
Because then sometimes we're, we're living in that place where, you know, we're saying, oh, love is all we need. And you're, and, you're, and you're experiencing this extravagant love and grace and your fullness of it. Maybe you're at the start of your journey with, in love with someone and, and, and you, you, all you can think about is that person. You want to be with them every second, of every moment, every day. And you get those butterflies and the moment you touch their hand and, and it's all exciting. And you're saying, all we need is love. Or maybe you're like Tina Turner. And maybe there was a song that she sings, you know, she sings, what's love got to do, got to do with it? I want to tell you, Tina, it's got everything to do with it. <laughs> but maybe as she sings and goes on, maybe love is something that's uh, not so great. Maybe something that where you correlate love with heartache or heartbreak or pain or hurt. Maybe love isn't something that you're singing. It's something we all we need, but actually it's something that you run away from. Uh, let me tell you this. God has never wavered. He has never changed his posture. He's never wavered from love. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he loves you so much. It's never wavered. We even say in the Bible that that God is love. Three amazing words. And we we find that in the book of 1 John and chapter 4, where it says God is love. And actually, if you read that chapter in summary, it actually says that, that if you know love, then you know God. And if you know God, you know love. But if you don't know God, then you don't know love. So if you don't know love, then you don't know God. It doesn't really get any clearer than that. So I wanted to come to you today and ask you the question, um, how is your love life? Maybe a bit awkward. (laughs) But isn't God asking us the same question? How is your love life? Let me read to you from 1 John and chapter 4 and verse 7. And the author starts off by saying, uh, Dear friends, like he's writing a letter, like, like he's writing a card to someone. He says, let us love one another, for, for love comes from God. It's interesting in this verse, because he doesn't start with God is love. He doesn't start with love God. No, he starts with love one another. It reminds me of a passage in the Bible in Matthew, uh, and also in the Gospel of, of Mark, uh, where Jesus is talking to some of the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law, uh, and they're asking Jesus, well, what is the greatest commandment of them all? And Jesus said, what? The greatest one. What as simple as this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind and all your strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. It's interesting that he, that he was asked, what's the greatest one commandment? And then he actually responds with two commandments and then says, these are the greatest commandments of them all. So it's sort of telling me that you can't have one without the other. You, you can't uh, love God uh, and, and then and not love one another. You can't love one another and not love God. Because if you love one another, clearly you know love. And if you know love, then you know God. God is love. So he goes on and says, let us love one another because that love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because there's those three words, God is love. And this is how God showed his love among us. 
that he sent his one and only son into the world that he might live through him. And this is, this is amazing of how God showed us. And, and, and I kind of grasp this even more, um, even more so as, as, as a parent um, because I, I, I love my wife so much. And I didn't think I could love anybody else as much until my children were born. <laughs> and when they were born, there was this love and there's this, 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 this fullness. I'm just like, man, to love someone else. And even now we put them to bed and we can kiss them goodnight. And as they're sleeping, we can just like initially just watch them sleep. And my heart is just so full of this love for them. And, and then I think about God and I think to even fathom how he could love a world so much that it was in desperate need of uh, a savior, in desperate need of, of God's love and this reconciliation between God and man. And so what did he do? He sent his, his one and his only son into the world. And then he says, this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us so much that he sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And the author kind of goes on and starts again, dear friends, but I just felt like there was just a moment where God said, just stop for a moment right there and pause. Almost have like a sealer moment just to grasp the depth of love that God has for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that all who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16, the most popular, most recited verse in the Bible, and if you've been a Christian for any time or even a long time, sometimes I hear it and I'm like, yeah, I heard that before, and it kind of just washes over you and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. But God's just saying, no, stop for a minute and read it again and again and again and let that soak into you because that's how much I love you. God is love. The author goes on and says, Dear friends, am I starting a, another card, another letter? Since, since God loved us, we also ought to love one another. It's that natural response that no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. So because we haven't seen God, and if we love one another, then we know how to love. And if we know how to love, and we know love, then of course we know God. And if we know God, then we are made complete. And there's this outworking in our lives, that there's this natural overflow that God's love is poured into us every single day. The only response is to share that extra that he has given us. Recently, I saw 
a, an ad on TV or even in some TV shows, you might recognize this sort of scene um, where it, it, it's rained so much overnight and, and, and all of the, the drains are like full, and, full over and the, it comes all across the road. Um, and then someone's in the daytime sort of walking down, um, down the path and then this bus is like coming down the side of the street. You probably know where I'm going with this. Uh, and the bus whizzes past and then and literally drenches the person with water and they're just standing there like... Maybe it's happened to you before. But it just made me think that if we know God and we know that we cannot contain his love for us, this idea of having extra to love and extra to serve and extra to give is because we ourselves have received this overflow, this abundance, this extravagance of God's love and generosity that when we're out in the world and we're, we're interacting with people, I want to ask you, who are you drenching today with God's love? Because we are so full. The only response is to love one another. Fola last week opened our series and talked about this extra um, that we have to love, to serve, and to, to give and it was brought out of this uh, passage in the Bible in 1 Timothy 6, where we really centered the whole series of Be Rich Around. Um, and it's Paul talking to his protege, uh, Timothy. He says this. He says, Command those who are rich in this present world, those people who have uh, a little bit extra, those people who are living uh, well, who have enough. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant and nor to put their hope in wealth. You see, people who might have a bit or a bit extra or a lot can sometimes think that they're better than other people. And so he said, tell people not to be arrogant and tell these people not to put their hope in wealth. Because when you do have extra, when you do have a little bit more, you start to surround yourselves or build your life and find security in those things where God's like, don't put your hope in that because that's so uncertain. He said, put your hope in God who richly provides you for everything for your enjoyment. And I love this because God wants you to enjoy your life. And then he says, command them to do good. And here's the uh, series title, to be rich. And maybe not in the sense that you're thinking to be rich, because he says here, be rich in good deeds, be rich in generosity, be rich in willing to share, and in this way, you'll lay up the treasure for yourselves, and then, and then create the firm foundation, and live the life that is truly life. So we have extra to love, and to serve, and to give, and we're going to explore these over the next uh, couple of weeks. So when it comes to Love, it may be the most simple thing that we've ever learned about God, is also the most complex, that God is love. Or is it? Is it as complex as we think? In 1 John 3 and verse 16, if we go back one chapter from where we were before, it says, By this we know, and have come to understand the depth and the essence of his precious love that he willingly laid down his life for us because he loved us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the believers. But whoever has the world's goods, these adequate resources, this extra in their life, uh, and sees a brother in need but has no compassion for him, he does not have the love of God in him. 
little children, believers, dear ones. He says, let us not love merely in theory with word or with tongue, giving this lip service to compassion, but in action and in truth, in practice, in sincerity, because practical acts of love are more than words. Maybe loving one another isn't as complex. Maybe the simple things in life we seem to complicate when actually they are really simple. I was up the city just the other week and uh, I was pulling up and walking into the shopping centre. And if you hadn't noticed recently or for a long time now we have there's homeless in our city and usually they sit on the entrances as you come out of the shopping center but you might also have some some of these bold bolder homeless people who come up to you and walk up to you and say hey sorry to disturb you but do you have any money so i can get some food maybe you've experienced that uh, before and on this particular day when i was going into the shopping center uh, that actually happened where someone came up and asked me that very question um, and when he did, I, I was just sort of like tapping my, my pockets to kind of say, oh, I'm not, not sure, because my usual response is that, because I don't usually have cash on me. Because whenever I pay for things these days, it's with a card from my wallet, my app, my, my phone, or even my watch, and I'm my beep, you know, beep, 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 you know, just beeping everywhere, I hardly have cash on me. But for this particular uh, day, I actually had some cash and I bought something and I had some change. So when I did this, I was like, oh, I actually do have some change in response. So I pulled out what, what it is there. I didn't count what was in there. I just literally just gave it all to him. And I think it was almost changed for like a 10 pounds. I just gave it all to him. And I sort of then just walked away and, and he sort of said, oh, sorry, can, so I just, just want to say thank you. But, but not for the fact that you've given me the money. He said, I've been walking around all day, and you're the first person who's even stopped to acknowledge me. So he said, thank you also for acknowledging me. Thank you for the money. But you know what? Just thank you for seeing me. And then he said to me, he said, be blessed. Have a great day. And I'm like, I'll be blessed. You, you be blessed. You have a great day. And I walked away from that uh, feeling more blessed, and I'm the one who gave. But surely that's the sort of feeling that we should get when we share and show the very love, I believe, God says, hey, love one another. But are we stopping and pausing and seeing and observing the very things and the very people and the very needs that are around us, even in our city when we walk around day to day? In 1 John 4, verse 15, if we continue on, it says, if anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, then God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. Uh, There's those three words. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hate his brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. And we're not talking about the literal sense of your, your, your siblings, your brother and sister. Well, of course you should do that anyway. But brother and sister, he's talking about your, your friends, your colleagues, your acquaintances. Gosh, the people that you meet on the street, they are all brothers and sisters. God's saying love one another. So let me ask you the question once again. How is your love life? 
How is your love life? Bob Goff, a great author and speaker, wrote a book called Love Does. If you've been with us for a number of years, we actually did a whole series on uh, that book called Love Does, because that's what love does, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. It does things. And recently I picked up the book this week, and I actually found some great sentiments that I wanted to share with you on love. You're going to be here on the screen. And the first one is this. He says, I used to think being loved was the greatest thing to think about, but, but now I know that love is never satisfied just thinking about it. Love does. Um, I used to be afraid of failing at something that really mattered to me, but now I'm more afraid of succeeding at things that don't matter. Wow. Um, I used to think being a believer was enough, but now I know that Jesus just wants us to participate uh, no matter what condition we're in. And participation is the one ask that we ask all of you to do and to give into this fund this year. 100% of us to give, and then 100% of that giving is going to go away. The next one, I used to think you had to be special for God to use you, but now I know you simply just need to say yes. (laughs) And last one. I used to think I had to be somebody important to accomplish things, but now I know that Jesus just uses ordinary people more. Ordinary people, just like you, just like me, to do something great in our city, in our world, or maybe even one-to-one when you have the opportunity. Love does. Andy Stanley, who is a, a, a pastor in America, uh, where the whole concept of Be Rich was birthed out of, um, and they've been doing uh, Be Rich for the last like, 16 years. We've been doing it for a couple of years. And the amazing work that they've seen, and likewise we have as well, but it's all because of you. And he wrote this uh, just recently. He said, let's show our communities that our faith is more than just sermons and songs, He says, let us be the hands and feet of Jesus in such a way that regardless of where we stand politically or culturally, regardless of our backgrounds, that there is something that brings us together that has the power to change lives. There really is. So with that in mind, um, I've got some flowers here. (laughs) Um, I'm actually going to give one to my wife. And she's here right now. So that's, that's my wife. But I have a bit extra. And so I want to give one more to someone. Would anyone else like a rose today? My lovely sister there. There we go. And you know what? No, you bless you. I wish I could actually give everybody a flower today. I'm not made of money. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But I do have 10 pounds. Um, Not for you. (laughs) But 10 pounds that I can give myself because I have a bit extra that I'm going to give into this fund in a couple of weeks' time so that I can make a difference. And do you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to cause a ripple. I want all of our giving to cause this ripple effect in our city. And I want to finish just with a definition today. You see, the ripple effect is the act of tossing a small stone into water 
which will result in a change that can be felt much farther away than the initial entry point. Proof that small actions can lead to much bigger changes, even if you can't see how far they can reach. So today, let's all play our part, and together, let's be rich. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.